0: hello everybody welcome back to episode four of the just romeo podcast um to be honest with you i don't know if today's episode i just want to start it with how i normally have done the other three with an intro and then we get into or you know what i've already recorded basically or if i should Just get straight into it, which I think that's kind of what we're going to do today. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode four of Just Romeo. (sighs) You guys, I survived Vegas. What a trip. It It was my second time being in Vegas. And, you know, the first time that I went to Vegas... I feel like I got finessed by a stripper. Oh, wait. I don't know if I can tell this. You know what? I think I'll be fine. I mean, I'm not going to get in trouble. I just. I'm thinking about the other people that might get in trouble, but it is what it is. So the first time that I go to Vegas, I went with a group and when I was there they wanted to go to a strip club. I was freshly 21 years old. And so we go to we go we find a strip club and we go to a strip club. We get there, I don't even know how we get there. I think we were at a casino and we walked out. If you've never been to Vegas, there's usually people kind of walking around who are promoters and they're just trying to give you some sort of discount. Just they're trying to bring you in to the club, into the bar, whatever it may be. And so there happened to be this person there who was like, "Hey, I can get you guys a cab. The cover charge will be fifty dollars. Beautiful women, all night. Blah blah blah." And listen, I already knew that I was not going to like this. All right, I just don't know why. I just felt like a strip club situation was just not my type of entertainment it wasn't my type of fun so we go anyways because i'm i'm also the type of person that feels like look i'm gonna experience things in life at least once right we only we only get to live once so why not have some fun and just get a memory out of it if anything so we go to this club and we walk in and yeah it's popping it is busy and i walk in i go to the bar i want to get a beer so i go up i'm like hey man can i get a modelo he's like yeah Here you go. Boom. Drops it. Gives me my check. I sign it. And yes, I close the tab because I am always scared that I'm just going to forget about it and just leave. So I close this damn tab, right? I look at the bill afterwards. The beer alone was $21. So I already knew off the bat that we were going to have a long night. Then I get approached by a girl. And, you know, she's offering dance. And I'm just like, girl, right now this dance is the modelo that I have in my hand. Look, I was traumatized by the prices of just one beer. Literally one beer was an entire 24 pack. So I was just like, look, I I already knew this wasn't my vibe. I just know that I'm just getting my money finesse in those type of environments. That's why I didn't want to be there anymore. Like, give me a club, give me a dive bar, give me some sort of, you know, just regular bar. A different environment where, you know, you can just vibe out and the atmosphere is different. And if I'm getting finesse with my money, it's, I guess, through a different way. I don't know. Uh, But this time around Vegas was way different. I went with a group of guys that I absolutely knew nothing about. Willie had gathered... Three different types of friend groups that he had growing up. And, and then me, who was also from the East Coast. And I went out there with the impression that I was not going to fit in with amongst these other guys. Like, you know, being from the East Coast and then being around these guys who grew up in the West Coast and their way of communicating is is what's up, fool, fool, fool. Like, you know, what I, you know what I mean? Like our cultures, as much as we're related, like Latino wise, the East Coast, West Coast situation of being Hispanic. It's so different, like completely different. But dude, right from the get-go, we all got along. We all got so well. It was an awesome weekend. It was great. But if you listen to the last episode, then you know that Willie was the guest on the podcast, right? And I felt like a lot of the conversations that we started didn't get finished when I was editing it. And a lot of it had to do, of course, with how much was involved in those drinks. And we never, I, and I feel like that episode didn't get finished. So what I'm going to do right now is just give Willie a quick call, have him come on in and just give you a little bit of an ending to last week's episode and kind of briefly tell you what we were up to in Vegas. So let's give him a call real quick and then we'll get on with the episode. What's up, dude? We're back from Vegas. We I'm survived. back from Vegas, man. Barely. How, how you feeling, man? Still recovering? Still tired. I'm still recovering. It's been like a week already, and I'm still recovering. Bro, I feel like it's there tired. was the uh, the the Friday night and Saturday night where like we just lost track of time, and it was like 4 a.m. when we were getting back to the to the I, hotels. Dude, Saturday we Airbnb. got back like at six, bro. So first of all, you heard the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I heard it. It <laughs> was all over the place. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: <laughs> I. I I
0: blame you for how bro, bad it was, bro. We were we were fucking drunk. Goddamn! I blame you for not knowing how to make drinks and making them bitches, dude. We okay. were like halfway through our first drink and it was already like done.
1: To be fair, bro, um, I thought I was making them as a single double shot. I was making them quads. <laughs> I was putting four ounces in each, dude. Editing it
0: <laughs> and having to like if. If you think it's all over the place, I <laughs> hear the Lord. raw version of it, bro. <laughs> Trying to make us try to make sense was a fucking challenge. And Dude. the shit that got me dying, bro, was when we found the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Third VN. Um, oh, man. Man.
1: But hey, no, uh, I, we we should have we should have recorded a little bit with the guys, like a little bit from
0: each of them. For me personally, it was just weird to just be like, all right, guys, I'm going to grab some microphones and everybody, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, BPG and don't say nothing yeah. crazy. <laughs> bro, we were drunk like literally all weekend. The entire bro, weekend. So.
1: Friday. Friday was supposed to be like a chill day. We're supposed to get their way for everybody, hang out at the Airbnb, play some pool. And then my cousin got there and it was boss to the walls from then on. My brother was already drunk by the time we got there.
0: Exactly, bro. Like there was you know? two two of your guys that were already there, drunk as hell. They were there since like eight in the morning for some fucking reason. <laughs> and then uh you had your other cousin pull up at the end of the night. It was like ten PM and he was like, Let's PM. go out. And we're like, like, right. here like we're just playing <laughs> we're just playing cards, man. We just have you know, we're getting settled in. We just but nah, yeah, it, it was a great time um was, that was a great time just, it was good is there anything you you regret doing or not doing <laughs> nah bro
1: it was all fun dude honestly it was a good time because the thing that i liked was like okay go oh i don't want to i don't want to go drink i want to go gamble I'll be like yeah go for it go do your thing we'll be around here and everybody got to like be together but not be together at the same time which was honestly a good time bro it was a lot of fun yeah we got fucked
0: up <laughs> bro the concept of money is just gone it's gone
1: it's gone. You put, you put a hundred dollars into a machine and you're like, Oh, whatever. I lost it. Cool. Do, I mean, eh, one of, cool. do you remember
0: one of the guys when he was sitting at the poke? I, I think it was, uh, no blackjack. And oh, yeah. he was 50 cents short. And the girl's just yeah. like, Oh, you're 50 cents short. And he's like, here's, like, here's a hundred dollars. Like, in hundred world. <laughs> I'm
1: 50 like, cents short. Oh, damn. Okay. Like, imagine
0: me, like put the same scenario at the grocery <laughs> store, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like, you give her the money and she's like, you're still 50 cents short and then you're like, all right, wow. I guess I'm just gonna fucking give you another hundred. It makes no sense. You could have done a $10 bill, bro. But yeah, nah. it's, it's
1: That's how Vegas is, bro. Cause it's weird though. It's the same way.
0: It's like low-key, like I regret spending that money but then also like, mm-hmm. nah, because it was fun. Like it was part of the experience and yeah. you know, like could have gotten myself a couple of little lap dances here. <laughs> nah, <No>, just kidding. <laughs> but, it's crazy. Dude, it's, it's like, it took 15 years for you to propose, right? And then yeah. in 15 years, you, you accumulate all these friends for them to meet up this one weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's pretty it, cool. was,
1: it, was, it was pretty cool. And I, I think, I, think I, I was telling my fiance this yesterday. Like, I think I figured out what the point of the bachelor and bachelorette party is for. Because like the one thing that I was thinking about a lot was having all you guys meet at the wedding. Because mm. it's like, oh, you guys are going to meet there and it's going to be like, oh, you guys know the groom and that's cool. But being, you know, at the Bachelor party and all of you guys being there before, now we have stories. Now we have inside yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. Now, now everybody knows each other <laughs> and knows what you can joke about and not joke about. So I feel like, you know, at the, at the actual wedding, I feel like you guys are going to come together and be like, Hey, shit, there goes chef, there goes ATL, there goes, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's, it's a, it's a way for everybody to come together before the wedding and actually bond, which makes it
0: honestly much better. It's going to make the wedding way more fun as well because oh, now yeah. you, know, yeah. you know everybody and you know, like, the group yeah. that you're with. And so I think that that, that You're not going to be
1: secluded in the corner by yourself. It's like now you, you know people that you actually got to hang out with, got drunk with. Right. You know, so it's like it. I was like, damn! I, I think that's the point of the bachelor party.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that was exciting. Yeah, stupid, but yeah. Because we were all strangers, and I think like the first day, like all of us guys were just kind of like testing each other out to see, yeah. like you know, like who the fuck was like the the troublemaker in the group and whatnot. And I was just...
1: I was a little worried because my brother was calling me drunk, and I was like, ah, oh, this dude's already fucking yeah. gone. Because they they started drinking like at seven in the morning. And, and it's football get season, five. and these motherfuckers and are wearing jerseys. Football season, yeah, dude. So it's like that got me nervous, too, because I was just like, I just know someone's going to get down. Someone's yeah, gonna I thought he was going to have like to fight. Hey,
0: I'll get my ass beat, bro, but I'll throw some hands. I know I'll get my ass <laughs> right? beat, but I'll throw hands. I'll go down. I'll go I down.
1: To, I was ready to say, oh, we're going to have to fight somebody. We're going to have to get down today, this and that, but. I thought it was a good weekend, bro. Like everybody had a blast, everybody had a good time. So Dude,
0: it was so chill. It was a great time for sure. Um it worked out perfect too cuz I feel like, you know, we will wake up and just kind of hang out in the morning at the house. So that mm-hmm. gave me time to just like edit and do all that yeah. stuff. Um I just do I do wish that we would have done a better job by keeping our conversations <laughs> in
1: flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, it's cuz okay, the first I I noticed on the podcast the first one was uh, the batteries died. Yeah. On, the, on the machine. So that, right. that ruined our flow of whatever we were talking about. And then the second was uh, we got into the whole marriage thing and that kind of just ended abruptly. And then the wrestling, we're talking about wrestling, and then that ended abruptly yeah. because we we're like, we're, we're too <laughs> we're drunk, drunk, we need to make an outro at least. For what we had, being, you know, wasted and drunk and stuff, I, I think it was pretty good. <laughs> I
0: think we did pretty great. Uh, I think it was fine. <laughs> we will probably see the return of you in a couple of months. We'll be back. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, but, dude, I just wanted to give you a quick call about that and just kind of check in to see. Yeah. I guess honestly, give the people really an ending to last part For real,
1: <laughs> dude, because we were like, oh, well, we're going to get to this in, in Vegas. was like, nah. <laughs> nah. That so was, uh, was a good time, bro. It was a good time. I,
0: you know, we, we, lived, we lived in the moment. And we were, bro, we were in Vegas, bro. Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So we really couldn't tell the people what was going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a know, fact funny. right there. Yeah. You know what's funny? I
1: didn't even take out my phone to take pictures or anything. Really? I Like, I don't, yeah, I, like, I didn't take my phone, I charged my phone twice, because I never took it out.
0: I literally, all the pictures that I posted uh, the other day on my Instagram, mm-hmm. um, were all the photos that I took, so, like, that. Yeah, no, bro, I, literally, I literally
1: didn't take my phone out, I was just, like,
0: just having fun, having a good time, so I just, i like, telling that you, I should have been carrying, moment. I should have been carrying the film camera from the ah, get-go, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That would have been great, but... We still, I, I, I at least got it last, uh, on the last day. So, but next time for sure. But next time, next time. All right, my dude. I'll All catch right, you brother. later. Take care. I'll see you I'll see you soon, bro. Later. And now back to the episode. You know how at the end of every episode, I usually always give you a kind of, a of, I guess a tease, if you will, into a topic that I'm going to be talking or discussing in the next episode. And last week, funny enough, I mentioned regret. It's ironic and it's funny because I think that when you go to Vegas and you gamble your money or you do the activities that you can in Vegas, there is a lot of regret that comes afterwards. Like, it's so funny, and I wish I would have talked to Willie about this, but it's so funny to visualize the car ride on the way to Vegas and then the car ride back to L.A., When everyone checked their bank accounts, and they realized that some of that money was gone, they got another fucking check, and it was fucking reality hitting that bank account. And it's funny, because literally on the way there, we're all just fucking joking around, having a blast, playing music, just having a great vibe. And on the way back, everybody's asleep, everybody's dead, nobody's talking, it's... Just the complete opposite of the way there and the way back is just funny. But, you know, if if you listen to the phone call, I regret the fact that we didn't take. I have a film camera and I've been using it for quite a while, but I just wasn't sure if I should be walking around with a camera at a casino and I didn't know. If I could take it into the club that we were going, and why not? So that's why I didn't walk, want to walk around with a a camera. But I regret doing that, and you know I wanted to talk about some regrets in this episode. But before we get more involved into my regrets, I want to share with you guys something that I did uh, today for the very first time in my life. Uh, something that I'm extremely proud of. Something that I I was excited to do, and that was to vote. I got the opportunity to vote for the very first time in the elections of El Salvador. And, of course, I voted for Nayib Bukele. Um, Honestly, man, look, here's the thing. I know there's a lot of of people who do not like the fact that he is being reelected as president again. Because in the Constitution of El Salvador, it states that no president can serve two consecutive terms. So that means that... They have five years in office, and then someone else has to come in before they can run again. And what Nayib Bukele ended up doing was a couple months back. He left office and just left the position of president to someone else. Therefore, he was not technically considered president of El Salvador and was eligible to run again for president. And of course, other parties in El Salvador had an issue with this because they felt like he was finessing the system. And in a way, he was. But here's my thing. This is the first president that El Salvador has had where he gave a fuck about the people. In five years, this man turned a country, a small little ass country from being this terrorized nation where you didn't feel safe, where you couldn't go outside, where you couldn't live fucking life, where people were leaving and risking their lives to come to this country. And he did that in five years. And if you visit El Salvador, you get to see the beauty that it is. And that's what that man has done. So I think that the other parties, honestly, and, and the people who are truly against them, are people who were in offices and can no longer continue to be corrupt and steal the way that they used to. Because at the end of the day, look, if something's working for the country and this man is actually doing something for it, why not reelect him? Why not be able to continue to see what else he can do? See what another five years can do for us. But I personally believe that this man cares about this country and cares about his pueblo. He cares about his people. And I respect that. And I love that. And so that's why this man got my vote. And look, to most of you, this has nothing to do with you. And I understand because that's the way I feel with the elections in this country. I'm not a U.S. citizen. I can't vote for the left or the right or the middle or whatever. Right. But I have to deal with it. This is where I live. And the policies that these people make affect me. I'm glad I voted. I'm excited for the country. And look, if you ever have the opportunity to go visit El Salvador, I can't recommend it enough. It's beautiful. There's no type of currency exchange. It's dollar for dollar. So you can literally just grab your money, go out there, have some fun, go eat some delicious food, go eat some pupusas, go eat some yuca frita, go eat some tamales de lote, Whatever you want to do out there. You want to go surfing? Do it. You want to go to the mountains? Do it. Volcanoes? Do it. It is a beautiful country. And honestly, I would love for you to experience it. That's why I voted for that man. So anyways, this um, past weekend... I went to a father-daughter dance in, like, one of the most exclusive, elegant golf clubs in Atlanta. And I've only seen those type of events in movies. And there was 500 people of fancy-snancy men, right? You know, I was there to help out the DJ and just kind of help with the song requests and just kind of keep her uh, from not get getting so crowded by people rushing her. And it's so unique to see how fathers are compared to mothers at parties we had three dads who lost their daughters at this party at this event and i can only assume that i don't think any mother will lose their kid but i don't know maybe i'm wrong but this little father daughter dance was gonna be a four hour long event and as the party began and you know all these little girls They started approaching the the DJ booth and, of course, you know, make song requests. The number one artist that kept constantly coming up was Taylor Swift, to the point where the request playlist was literally a Taylor Swift playlist, right? And if you follow me on Instagram, I posted about this. But if you don't follow me, make sure you go follow me at just Romeo G. Anyway, so then the DJ was just like, look, I think we're just going to end up having to do this. I think because this, literally every single song is Taylor Swift, I'm going to do a Taylor Swift party. So for one hour of the entire party, it became a Taylor Swift party. And oh my God, you guys, there was like seven-year-olds truly singing their hearts out. And honestly, I've never really listened to T Swift. Um, besides, did I just say T Swift? What the? I've never listened to Taylor Swift. Um, uh, but I guess now it seems like I have. But 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 I haven't. I swear. Only the only the radio hits. It's kind of what I know about Taylor Swift for the most part. But this is what I what I want to tell you. This is what I witnessed happening at this party with these little kids. I'm talking about like seven year olds, six years, like little ass kids singing some heartbreaking songs like they got their heart broken like this one little girl was literally holding her chest like banging on it it was just like oh my god and i think honestly that's the same emotion i get when i listen to bad bunny look i checked my dms the other day and some of you wanted me to talk about bad bunny um because i haven't talked about him in a while publicly and so Let's talk about the fact that this man just posted a fucking thirst trap of the thirstiest traps ever. Like, bro, I literally at one point was just like, am I on OnlyFans? What the fuck is going on here? Why am I staring at this man's thighs so... (sighs) Anyways. um... (laughs) No, look. Bad Bunny is the GOAT. Bad Bunny is honestly just one of my favorite artists right now. And I think it's so funny to me. Because when... I first heard of Bad Bunny, I remember my roommate in college being like, dude, do you listen to Bad Bunny? I'm like, no, I don't fucking know who that is. I don't listen to drag music. Ignorant. Stupid. What a dummy. Let me tell you. And now I have seen this man three times live. And my favorite one, of course, probably has to be the one at Coachella. Because by the time Bad Bunny came on, I was already wasted on the floor. It was cold as hell. I remember I was sick. Uh, I had a fever, and I just wanted to go back to the hotel at that point. And I remember they were like, it's only 30 minutes for Bad Bunny. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to have to stay here and do it. And the moment this man started singing, it was like your your body is aware that you're about to experience some greatness. I don't know. My body just came out of nowhere and just, boom, I was back alive, baby. I was ready to go, and I literally felt like Bad Bunny revived me, man. But, you know, yeah, I think Bad Bunny, what he's doing when it comes to WWE is amazing. It's fascinating. Willie and I talked about it a little bit uh, on our own and just kind of, you know, give credit to what this man is doing. I genuinely believe Bad Bunny is on a level that I think you can only describe as Michael Jackson. And I think that might be a wild ass statement to say, but honestly, it makes sense. Think about this, right? When Michael started, uh, you know, slowly bleaching his skin, everybody was just like, what the fuck, right? That was literally the same reaction that people had when Bad Bunny came out with Kendall, the white girl. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But no, you know, I think Kendall Jenner, she got her own thing. She, She knows what she's doing. I think she knows how to do stuff to, you know, hook a man, if you will. I mean, apparently Harry Styles has written a song about her, and the way Bad Bunny described her in that one song is just, it says a lot. So, you know, great for them, if it's working or not. But, I mean, it made Bad Bunny learn English. You know what I'm saying? This man is now, like, full-on bilingual. But it's exciting. It's exciting to see a Latin artist succeed in the way that he's doing it and just, you know, breaking those records, breaking those barriers, and just putting Latinos on the map, so... Um, yeah, that's my thoughts behind what Bad Bunny's been up to. I, I personally enjoyed the album that he dropped. Nadie Sabe Lo Que Va A Pasar Mañana. I think it was a a different album. And I think it is very unfair to compare it to Un Verano Sin Ti, but, or to his first couple of trap songs. I think that uh, it's a different type of vibe that he's trying to do. Uh, But I'm excited because I know he's about to drop another fucking album. Dude, I'm not, I'm excited for that one because that one I think is going to be a lot more perreo than Trap. So the rumor is also that it is supposed to drop this month in February. So maybe we'll get it this month. But I do think it might come out before the summer. I have a feeling that that's what's going to happen. But yeah, man, I'm excited. Um, I like what he's been doing so far. And yeah. All right. So the topic behind today's episode was going to be regrets. Well, more specifically, I wanted to talk about because it's, you know, February and it's, you know, Valentine's weekend is coming up. I wanted to talk about a regret that I have with a, an ex relationship of mine. But then I felt like, you know what, I feel like this is something that I maybe need to unpack with my therapist first before I can share it with you guys. So I'm going to talk about a different regret that I have that I think fits perfectly as well. And that is the regret of not continuing to stream and be on Twitch. I think at a certain point, Twitch became very overwhelming to do. It was a bit stressful. um, And there was a little bit of pressure of having to not be so aggressive in the amount of cuss words that i use because i do feel like i say a lot of cuss words and so i miss going live i miss going on on twitch and i thought maybe i could start doing it but i have an idea of of A couple things that I want to do. Of course, I may go back and play video games, but I do feel like video games, for me, are not my strong suit. You know what I mean? So, I also want to do maybe a live show of Just Romeo on Twitch where once a week I go live and I have some topics or some things that I want to talk about and maybe even set up a phone system where you can call me and we can have like a live conversation. I can hear some of the stories. So that's kind of the approach I think I'm going to have on Twitch this time around. And I think now that I also finally got a more stable job and have more of a schedule, if you will. Like, I know my days that I, I can go on stream. And so there, there can be more of a, you know, routine flow of every single Thursday you're going to get a a stream. Um, So I don't know. Maybe you want to come watch me on stream and watch me live and finally have some sort of video behind this podcast. Then come on to the stream on Twitch at just Romeo G. And it's funny because I think the anniversary of when I first created my Twitch channel is coming up as well. So I think it would be beautiful to get back on Twitch around the same time that I'm doing it. But I'll make an announcement about that, and I'll let you guys know, of course. That's honestly all I have for you guys today. But before we go and I say my goodbyes, um, instead of just, you know, being, bye, guys, and ending the podcast, I want to ask you guys two questions. And if you follow me on Instagram, go to my Instagram at justromiog. And DM me a message of you answering these questions. Or if you don't have an Instagram because you care about your mental health, then email me to justromeog at gmail.com. This way I can kind of get to know you and I can put like an image of who's listening, who's here with me. So here are the following questions. Are you excited for the World Cup Being in the United States. Because it was currently announced that Atlanta is going to be hosting eight games out of the tournament. But crazy enough is that there's actually a game on July 4th in Philadelphia. And the possibility that it could be the United States versus England on 4th of July in Philly. Is going to be like a Hamilton musical at at the World Cup. But are you excited for the World Cup being held in the United States? Yes or no? And what is your favorite type of food? slash dish so if you have like you know italian or whatever but what what italian dish is it you know give me the details i want to know but that is it for me you guys thank you so much for listening and stopping by once again on this beautiful monday and i'll see you guys next monday take care bye